Hi, everyone. I am Carrie Little. I am the broker owner of Caremark Realty Group, and I am here with my twin. I'm Dr. Nina Blazy, and I am a director of research learning in a small school district in Southern California with a background in science education in the K-12 arena. And I should just say that I am in Illinois, and it just happens to be nice outside today. And today, our conversation is going to be around five ways to connect with your local schools or your local school district. And here we go. We're going to jump right into it. Go. All right. So five tips. Now, I am a former principal of a school and a former assistant principal. And making connections with schools is a big deal. So here are five tips for real estate agents. One, collaborate with the school community. Two, attend board meetings. Three, request a community information sheet. Now you can do that from the school site or the district level. Four, a lunch and learn, we will elaborate. And five, volunteer. Okay, so here, those are the five, we're done, we can go. Okay, we're done. No. <laughs> so so let, let's kind of get into these five. And we could probably come up with 10, we could probably come up with 20, but these are the ones that we kind of pulled out. So hopefully, it'll get you um, in the mode of volunteering. So let me just say this, I'm an entrepreneur. I've been in the real estate industry um, since 1997, licensed for 21 years. So as an entrepreneur, so some of you might be watching this thinking, well, I'm not a real estate agent and I don't own a brokerage, but I, you know, I'm just in the community. So you might just be in the community. You might be a parent. You might also be another small business. So these five ways to connect can work for just about anyone. So, all right, so let's do this. Uh, number one, collaborate with the school community. So when we say collaborate with the school community, what do we mean? So, and you might have a different perspective uh, because I know you collaborate in your community. So I'm talking about collaborating with, I would call educational partners, meaning teachers, parents, <clears throat> um, family members, because not all students are raised by their parents. They might be raised by grandparents. They might be raised by aunt and uncles. They might even be raised by a neighbor because something happened and a parent had to go out of the country for a couple weeks or something. And also um, getting to know what we call not just teachers, but our support staff and the principal and district employees. So really collaborating with what we will call all stakeholders, but I'll even add using the term educational partners. So in the real estate industry, I would say collaborate like this. If you're a parent, go to your kids. Uh, what are they, what are the meetings mean? Parent-teacher like conferences? Night, parent-teacher conferences. Back okay, so I would say parent-teacher conferences. Then I would also say you know, go to the football games, go to the basketball games, show up to other events, let people know you're there and say hi. Figure out, you know, in some schools you might have um, security and in, in, they might be called something else, but, you know, get to know these people by name. Don't just say, I'm going to collaborate. Get to know the people by name. So, I mean, those are just some, some of the few things I think you could do. And we'll get into, you know, more of this when we talk about volunteering, but collaborate, get to know who they are. You might even send a handwritten note card. Hey, I just want to, want to remind you, 
I'm the parent of, or I'm a real estate agent in this market. And if you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out. And, you know, I could say this about collaboration. You know, my kids are all out of high school. So for me, it will be a little bit different. But when they were in high school and I had kids in band, I had kids in orchestra, I had kids on baseball, I had kids on basketball, volleyball. Outside of it was gymnastics, because that's a could be a whole nother component. Um, I would say, you know, be the, a resource. You, you know, in real estate, we're like, do you want to buy or sell a house? Do you want to buy or sell a house? But, you know, someone might just have a question, but they're already working with a real estate agent and you're thinking, I'm not getting paid. Just pause because you might become the next referral source. So when I say, when we think collaborate, just be nice, could be a handwritten note and show up. But let me, let me add something. When we say school community, it doesn't necessarily mean the school. Um, it could mean all of the schools, like in the district. I'll even add some of the sports like Little League or offering to sponsor um, a Little League team, especially if you don't have little ones anymore. And that might be, you know what, because parents, in need, they may not be able to afford, you know, it's your turn to bring snacks. You could say, you know, I can buy juice boxes and for this team this day and show up and let the coach know, ask if they could, you offer your phone number because they may not give you theirs, but you can offer it and say, they can call me. I might be able to offer five teams, one day snacks, and you can bring whatever that is and show up and your little label can be on there, thanking them for their community effort and what they're doing to involve kids in movement, whatever that, I mean, that just dawned on me. That's it's not just the school that we're talking about. The school community is everybody that lives in that neighborhood because if people don't necessarily have kids and they coach, they want to be part of the school community because their taxes probably pay for that school. Okay, so that's our number one. Number two, attend board meetings. So what do we think of when we say attend the school board meetings? You said it earlier, you're like, ooh, boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But some things happen at board meetings. If you really listen, you will listen to the initiatives of the board. You'll listen to the initiative of the superintendent. They're giving you key things. You can even go and read the board document. They give you what I would call an, uh, an outline of the bigger picture where you can sometimes click on it and see what's happening. But you can see what their efforts are um, pushing. For example, um, they might be talking about what, what I'll say career technical education, meaning they're talking about providing courses uh, for students that aren't just going to college, like going into real estate. In the state of California, you can be 18 years old and become a real estate agent. That's but do they have that trade option in the school district or is it like a bonus class? Is it even a class? Because now you got me really thinking. It can, okay, so most real estate agents may be entrepreneurs. And I would assume that, and maybe they're doing dual jobs or something like that. They have a career during the day or the evening and they're adding real estate. So a career technical education course, you don't necessarily have to have a degree in education. You could be one, um, one course, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m., work through the system and offer a course at a high school, for example to get to where people could really get to know you, or you could do something in the evening. So those are things that high school students could be learning about, or it could just be something bigger that it's just some type of professional learning that you offer, for example. But that's what, in other words, the board information, 
Boards tell you a lot of information. That's the point of this. You might feel like it's boring. Now, as a parent, sometimes you go because you want to hear the initiatives. But if you go from the perspective of learning and write down some things, read the agenda and, and listen to what their um, what their initiatives are, you might be able to help yourself become part of the community by saying, you know what, I can do that. I can offer that service. Okay, so this is what we're going to do is we're going to make career technical courses, another topic for another video. So there you go. We're going we're, we're gonna to come back to another regularly scheduled program to talk to you about this because this was a part of our conversation in strategic planning for our local association. What, and it, so I've been thinking about this for, my, for our old high school, Mina, that I'd like to do this. You know, in real estate, you have to have so many hours. So could it be that we offer the actual course at the high school? So, okay, so we're, let, let's, let's table that for now. We'll talk about attending board meetings because what, what, what people don't realize is, again, Mina said you get all of the information, the initiatives that are happening, but you might then realize that maybe I need to become a part of the board. Maybe I need to run for office because you have the availability. So when we say attend board meetings, you can, make, you can be that real estate agent because I'm a real estate agent that um, is available and then because real estate agents, we have a lot more information or different information. But what we do know is that 70% of our tax dollars typically go to school districts. So we want to make sure that, you know, when we have great schools, then we have great communities, and then we can create uh, home ownership. So I would say attend the school board meetings, because then when you have someone moving into your community, you now have, you can tell the story. And in addition to that, you know, we said collaborate with uh, the school community, and now we're saying attend board meetings. Go with your Evernote, find it, create a notebook, or you know, bring a real notebook. Hit the TJ Maxx and take all of the notes because now you might decide to get into relocation, and you might be the hot city. You already know what's happening in the community, and then it becomes your, you know, I would choose wisely, but you, you know, you can make it interesting. You don't have to do bad things on social media, but now you can tell the story and then you can be the source of the source. And you're not just the want to buy or sell a house real estate agent. But you could be the one that does a one page blog about what happened at the board meeting and pull all the positives out and be the one that not just tells the positive story, but the district is looking for you to tell the positive story and they add your link to their website. Oh, that's huge. And here's what I didn't mention, because I mentioned, meant to mention it um, at the beginning when we were talking about collaborating. When you go to meet the principal, uh, you go to meet them and you talk to them, but maybe once a month, even with the teachers or the superintendent or the, the school district, depending on how big the school district is, we have a tool uh, as Realtor members called RPR, which is Realtor's Property Resource, and we can give a community sheet, the neighborhood data, and we can tell you what's happening in the community. Do we have a lot of pre-foreclosures? Do we have foreclosures? Or is the market hot? We can give you the economic data. It's already built for you. So when we say collaborate, collaborate might be that you bring information. And attending board meetings, you could have that data available for afterwards, because you can't talk at the board meeting unless you're on the agenda, but you could make this available to the staff or those that are on the board after. Say, hey, I just brought you a packet. You could check it out later. That's, that's kind of cool. So number three, when you start to collaborate, request a community information sheet from the district or the school district. So let me just jump in and tell you the why you should ask for this. As a real estate agent, 
we have to be the source of the source. We can't say, go live in West Chicago, St. Charles or Warrenville or Broadview or uh, Bellwood or Hillside or Hinsdale or Long Grove or Tinley Park or Romeoville. We can't say you should go live here. But what, what we can do is we can provide data because we can't be, we cannot discriminate and we can't steer. But what we can do is if you say, well, Carrie, I wanna live in West Chicago, do you have an information sheet? So, so Mina, talk about this information sheet and why it's important. And yeah. Well, as a principal or a district leader, we want to tell the story that gives you the big picture and the truth. A lot of school districts, um, you'll hear them, news gets um, offered when it's negative. Why? Because you go to the news and you're like, ooh, that's gossip. Well, it's super- like the reality TV of the school right. district. And some school districts become reality TV. You don't, principals and superintendents and teachers want you to know the truth. Every teacher goes into education because they do hard work and they're great people. No, no one goes into education because of something that's negative. They go in for a reason and they want you to know their story. So the principal may have this one page document. The superintendent might have this one page document that tells their story. You can take that document and put it in your packet about say all of the schools in that district and what the superintendent says. If they have it, if they don't, what should they do? Well, that's where, now whether you're tech savvy or not, but this goes back to a previous video that I think all of you should watch on the next generation and tech. Um, but maybe you offer, give us the information and then you create the information sheet. Right. And you know what? As that previous video said, go and figure out how to create a quick PDF. Go on to Canva, play, grab a template and create it with, here's the collaboration piece, with the superintendent, with the superintendent's administrative assistant, with the principal saying, you know what? I will grab coffee from Starbucks, which favorite treat, what you, what, what you want a lemon loaf, whatever it is, I'll come in, give me 30 minutes, we'll create it together. And then you can have it. And then I'll put it in my folder because we want people to stay in the community. And I know you're doing great things. Now you feed them the, I know you're doing great things, even if they treated you poorly, because people want to hear they're doing well and they will change their demeanor. So that's just a quick extra tip. Yeah. And, you know, I like the idea of being able to, you know, go in and collaborate with the principal and then maybe you're the great note taker, or maybe even they have staff come in and then you pull out everything from them and then you can go to Canva, add that information to a folder. Love it. Okay. So number four, lunch and learn. Does it have to be a lunch and learn? It could be a coffee and learn. It could be a coffee and donuts. Ooh, maybe coffee and fruit. Maybe coffee and fruit. Okay. But so what is a lunch and learn from the real estate perspective? Because I have a perspective, Um, like mental model of what that might be. Okay, so when I say lunch and learn, and I know that, you know, teachers have, you, they get their lunch, but then other teachers are in, in, in their classes at the moment. So they lunch and learn could be that maybe during um, institute, the institute days, that maybe you have a lunch and learn and you invite an affiliate. An affiliate in our industry could be a loan officer, could be an attorney, could be an inspector, could be someone 
that collaborates with you, they provide, maybe they provide the lunch with you and then you go provide information. So that's what we say when we say a lunch and learn. Now it could be, we could take it a step further and maybe it's during um, the parent teacher meetings that it's not a lunch and learn, but it is a come and grab your lunch and go. But when you come in, we are going to, because this is the, this is the folder I would give to my, my buyers, right? Want to buy a house, but I could create another folder for um, teachers. And it could just be this folder, want to buy a house that um, I leave at the table and then they come in and grab a lunch, but we're collaborating and I'm giving you information to learn. You, you know, you, a lunch and learn could be on a weekend for the education arena. And it could be that you're going to have someone come in and talk about the grant programs that are available to our to teachers, it could be to police officers, it could be firefighters, it could be whoever you want from that arena. Because what we know is, you know, hometown heroes, there are grant, there's grant money available to help them get into a house. Not everybody needs down payment assistance, but sometimes you don't know what's available. And there are programs that are meant for people in certain income brackets um, from the from HUD. So Sometimes there are programs where, and I mean, like I could really get into this. There are programs out there where uh, real estate agents or broker owners or even individuals can go in and buy up uh, like 10 houses and I'll make it up. And then they renovate these houses, but they're only available to people in certain income brackets. But you don't know what you don't know because the information is out there, but we're not disseminating it to the education arena. So lunch and learn could be on a Saturday Lunch and learn could be grab and go during parent teacher conferences. It could be during, um, what is it? Teacher Institute where you got to learn something. And it could be as simple as, remember, sometimes we want to live where we work, but it could be that you're going to live in the town next door. It could be that you're like, my side hustle is going to be, I want to be a real estate agent. So we can come in and talk to you about that. It could be that we're going to become an investor and maybe we're going to create a collaboration and we're going to start renovating the community. I mean, there's so much you could do with Lunch and Learn. And we didn't say this, but I'm a member of Women's Council of Realtors. And so Lunch and Learns, going back to number one, collaborating, Lunch and Learns could be that, the, that we ask the educator or the principal or uh, parents in the school district or the superintendent or the per person over dual language, because in my community, we have dual language. And we come to a Women's Council event during the week and we come and talk to you about what's available in the school district. We could have a panel from with five different principals in the surrounding neighborhoods and Women's Council of Realtors. We are um, challenged to have industry partners and an industry partner would be our community, which would also be the school districts. We need to know what's happening in the school district. We can't be, we don't know at all, but we could be the source of the source and provide that information to Realtors and bring you to us. Wait, let me just add something. So you triggered something in my mind. Most school sites have what we call a coffee with the principal in the morning. We bring in parents, they bring in, and they have an opportunity where you could be the host of the new information. You could offer the, the, the breakfast, the, um, the light breakfast. You could also be the one that offers the information. Because I brought in other people when I was the principal to actually speak to parents. The other thing is that if um, there is a um, large percentage of English language learners um, in a school site, meaning whatever that um, 
English is their second language. It could be their first language is German. It could be Spanish, French, whatever it is. There is a parent advisory committee. So if you have another language that you're proficient in, you could come in and speak to them as well. And I will even add that you could do a, um, an evening event with teachers during, and I, and I lost my train of thought with this one because this one was, was huge, but you could, you could do something in the evening with teachers. You could offer not just the coffee with the principal, you could offer something uh, right before parent-teacher conferences like that grab and go, but you could be the one that provides the food um, for them to do that. And you could also do it big picture when they come back to school at the, you know, if you're a big company, but you can be the one that's offering the information and you could just be the, the host. So that's one. And if I remember it, I will add it, but those are some really big tips of offering that coffee with the principal and, and then offering that information to the community. And some states call it Institute Day. Some places will call it professional learning or um, continuing it. So before we get into volunteering, we talked a lot about collaborating, attending board meetings, requesting information and lunch and learns. Here's what, and even some real estate agents don't know, but, you know, I wasn't going to share my screen, but I thought, why not share to show you what's available for communities? And, and what's cool, Mina, is I could pull this for your zip code. So we can put in any zip code and we can show you what's happening in, a, in an area, in a specific city. And then I get neighborhoods nearby. And then I also have housing. I also have people like the education levels. The, in the, I mean, like, wouldn't you absolutely love this as a principal, although you might have other tools if you're a principal. And then you have um, the economy, economic facts, and then even quality of life. Like you get, you know, first of all, they say <laughs> snowfall, we're going to get snow. But you, I mean, like you even get the AARP livability scores, which is kind of cool. And I'm the source of the source and how long it takes to get somewhere. But some, here's what some of you don't know is in um, the United States through the National Association of Realtors, we have people that are assigned to their state legislative contact and the national contact, which is where we're, we're assigned a legislator. So we have what are called state legislative contacts where Realtor is assigned to a legislator. And then we also have federal contacts, which is called um, federal political coordinator, which are assigned to our um, the House or the Senate. So an individual, so for me, it's my congressman. And you, you're hearing download the report because I pulled my district, at least the current district, because you know, everything changes, but you get housing stats. Um, you, even, you even get uh, what's happening in these areas. And this is the district. So I can pull either a zip code or the district because I happen to be the federal political coordinator for one of our uh, congressmen. So I share this because a lot of times as educators and real estate agents, we don't even know what's available. And so I there like, you go. I do like that. There, is, there are places for teachers to actually find information and principals to find information. And sometimes they don't realize it's there too. But that one I like because it gives you demographic data that they don't necessarily pull together. And you could have a collaborative conversation with coffee while you're creating that PD, uh, that PDF that goes along with the district. And it's the same for that area. So I really like that. And you could, let's say you're not getting in because of the gatekeeper, 
drop off the zip code to the school district and then just write a handwritten note, you know, add it to the report and just drop it off every single month or every single quarter, because now they're going to get to know your name. They're going to get to know your name. Maybe you'll get a referral, but even if you don't, you are providing value because now let's talk about number five as a volunteer, because we are all challenged to get, you know, to get in the, I won't say the weeds, but to volunteer in our communities. So let's talk about the volunteer aspect. So volunteering, there's a couple things that happen. I will say when, and I talk to parents about volunteering, when parents volunteer or when children see adults on campus, there's a sense of um, collective, I'm going to use the term efficacy, meaning it, it increases the way they feel in a positive way on a school campus. It also helps students be less like, they're less likely to be bullied. And when other, especially if you have children in that school or in that district, other students will know who you are and they will feel safer. That's one thing. And you'll create connections at the school site and it gives you the ability to do things and it actually will help you. you we, don't have, we don't live life in isolation. We live life so that we can help other people. That's really the goal of helping your community because it's not just about doing things for yourself. It's about helping increase, I'm gonna say this term again, what we call collective efficacy. When we work together in a community, we build human capital. We build people up, we build them up so that they can help each other. And we build even mini cohorts of families and friends. And you know who the neighbor is, you know who the principal is. You can, um, if you have something that you wanna offer, they're more likely to listen to you because years ago, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm gonna cross the line just for a second, loan companies were probably more likely to give it to the local drunk than they were to you because there were no credit reports because they knew where that person was gonna be around the corner because, and they knew where to find them. But if people don't know you, they're less likely to do things with you. But I, as a principal, really wanted to increase that, that human and social um, environment because we pe people want to trust you. They want to know that you have a sense of purpose and that you want to do what's best for the community. So, and, and to, <clears throat> to also, you know, add to volunteering, volunteering could be, what are you passionate about? So when I, when my kids started in the school district and pre going to the school district, um, the public school district, my oldest went to a private school, but it was like, oh, more kids, more money. We're going to try this public thing. So they had a program that was, do, that, well, they still have the program, it's dual language. And so I have two kids that can read, write, and speak and dream in Spanish. So, you know, I always say, mi hijo hablan español muy perfecto, me, así, así. So I would, you know, sometimes you don't know what's available. So we had a dual language, um, I'll, I'll say committee, I don't know if it was a committee where they would meet to talk about the program and they would meet to talk about when they get to high school, are we gonna try to figure out how to get um, the seal for dual literacy? Like, these are things that you might be able to volunteer for in your school district. So volunteering could be simply going to the PTA or the PTO meetings. It could be as simple as volunteering in the library. It could be as simple as volunteering to help a child read because you don't know what's available if you don't ask. And volunteering could be, you know, if you like sports, get on the, um, what is it called? The, uh, it's, just, it's in my head. Um, the booster club, right. 
or be the be the parent that sells the t-shirts or you know be the parent that works at the concession stand you know figure out what you like and then go get involved and so, my, go ahead sorry no I'm good no I I, I was going to add that you you mentioned the biliteracy and or just volunteering at the community or sporting events coaches tend to be volunteers you still have to go through some protocols because you're working with children but you can coach um, um, elementary, middle, or high school. Um, high school is a little harder because typically they're teachers or support staff. But you can also do Read Across America. That happens around March. You can, for my kids, they went to STEM school, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. They actually, um, I would look for parents that had engineering backgrounds, and there's always one or two. Uh, biological science, chemistry. We had somebody, and I cannot think of what it's called. It'll probably come up to me, but we had one of our amazing custodians. He did, um, oh, I can't think of the term. There's a technical term for it, but he actually mined for gold. He brought in all gold mining, go, but there's another term for it. Um, he, gold, gold digger? No. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Uh, and then maybe I'll search for it in a second. But he would he brought in all this. In, and I, you know, when you think of gold mining, you think of that little plate where they're like shaking it. No, he had this whole system where it would shake everything and it was like a belt. And then he actually brought in the gold that he's found in California and let kids touch it. So he, this is a custodian that didn't necessarily have a college degree. And he was amazing. And you don't know who's in your community unless you ask. So you, you have to, um, as a real estate agent, you might have to ask questions like, or you might have a skill in music. You might want to volunteer with the kids and uh, read. I mean, not just library time, but after school, maybe you wrote a real estate book and you want to go and present it and have an author sign. Just, there's, you'd be surprised because they have literacy nights. They have math nights. Maybe you're really good in mathematics or maybe you're not, but you can do a, a booth and talk about math and numbers in, you know, um, at the college and career night. That's huge. You just don't know what you don't know. I'm, I'm searching, you know, terms for people uh, or, or for someone that is a gold miner. You know, so far I've gotten gold digger, gold planner, 49er, a miner. Um, so plan, panning for gold, panning for gold. So, so have fun. That's your homework. Everybody that's watching us today, go and search that term. So before we end, here we go. The five things we want you to do is number one, collaborate with the school community. Number two, go to the board meetings. Number three, request a community information sheet from the school or the school district you know, come up with a way to do a lunch and learn or coffee with your principals and number five volunteers. So Mina, I would like to say to you, what would be that one or two things you would like to leave everyone with? Um, I would say the connections are huge. Ask questions. You have to start somewhere. Be consistent. Be part of the community. Don't make it about you. Make it about how can I help you? How can I support your school site? How can I support your parents? How can I support your teachers? How can I support um, the superintendent? When you start thinking about yourself, you will the agenda will become um, about you and you won't be able to move forward. But if you really genuinely help others, 
you will be able to help people create generational wealth because we want people to own home. I own my own home and school sites need volunteers. They want you to be a part of the community and you might as well learn who those people are in your community and you can increase what's happening around your community and make things um, have a positive perspective. So before I give you my final thoughts, I wanna remind you to subscribe to my channel subscribe to Mina's channel, which will be in the link below. If you're watching Mina's channel, my link will be below and, and, you know, and follow us everywhere. I'm, you know, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Clubhouse. We will make sure that you get those links as well. And don't forget to hit the, the bell. So you're notified every time we premiere a video. So my final thoughts are this, go to the school district website, look at the calendar, see what they're offering. Look at what programs they offer, because now you can also be a source, but you can find out what they're offering and you can make sure you don't miss another board meeting. You don't miss, you know, coffee with your principals or any opportunity for the community outside of the school district to engage. So again, I am Carrie Little and this is. I'm Dr. Mina Blazy. And we want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you, everybody.